We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. As you know, the final Friday of each and every month, we bestow the Lieutenant Jan McTernan Blue Friday honor on a deserving Central Virginia law enforcement professional. Police officers, deputy sheriffs, state police officers, state troopers, federal agents of all stripes. And I've got news for you. We have an amazing honoree for the month of August. Sergeant Danny Rodenizer has been with the Richmond Police Department now for 25 years. He served across all of the precincts, and uh, if anybody deserves this honor, it is Danny. And Danny, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Glad to have him. I am uh, going to skillfully avoid the last name as much as possible, but I got it right the first time, right? Rodenizer? They did. Right all right. Money. So uh, I'm going to stick with Sarge or Dan, if that's all right, because those are comfortable for me. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this career. 25 years with the Richmond Police Department. I got to think you've pretty much seen it all. I have. I got here in 1997. Uh, back then, Richmond was known as the murder capital of the world. And I think we've progressed significantly since then. Uh, I started at 3rd Precinct in 97 doing patrol. And since then, I've worked probably all four corners of the precinct. Wow. So uh, you talk about uh, getting better and growing. Let, let's talk about how the job itself has changed. You come on, uh, paperwork back then really involved paper, right? It did. Lots of yeah. handwriting reports, calling your sergeant or to whatever location you're sitting, have them check your reports over. Unfortunately, I had doctor's handwriting and, <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> So it was a few redos, a few redos. Understood. So what was it that drew you to the Richmond Police Department in the first place, Danny? So when I got out of the Marines back in 1996, I started going to college, started at VCU, and decided it just wasn't for me. It was kind of hard to wrap back into that mentality of going back to school every day. Yep. Uh, I had a neighbor who was a Richmond police officer. He had been for probably 15 years, and... He was like, well, go ahead and try it out for a while. So I figured I'll give it a few years until something else comes along that I'm interested in. And 25 years later, something else still hasn't come along that I'm interested in. And here I am. I was going to say, so 25 years in, uh, are you still looking or you kind of figured out this this might be for you? I think this is going to be it. Yeah. I'll be around for a few more years until uh, retirement. I can go whenever, but I'm just not ready to go yet. So. Yeah. Probably another three, four years, maybe. Okay. We'll see what comes after that. I love it. Sergeant Danny Rodenizer is joining us. He's with the Richmond Police Department. He is this month's recipient of the Lieutenant Jan McTurnham Blue Friday Honor. And, Sarge, I'm going to tell you, oftentimes as part of this, uh, I tell the story 
of Jan. And I, I talk about her uh, serving in the Marine Corps when, frankly, there weren't a lot of women serving in the Marine Corps. And uh, uh, I talk about her joining the Richmond Police Department and, and really just going places and doing things. Uh, but I don't have to tell you any of that, do I? No. Um, I worked for Jan right after she got promoted to sergeant. And back then, sergeants were old school sergeants, not the newer <laughs> kind of get to know you. She she told you what she was thinking, and that was it. You went and do what she told you to go do. See, I, I was uh, I, I tell people that I knew her after she retired. I was sharing this with you that I knew her as this this lovable, cuddly grandmother, and just loving on her two grandsons. And uh, so you're telling me there weren't hugs and kisses from Sergeant McTurney? <laughs> no, there were there were no <laughs> hugs and kisses. But I t- she could tell when you were having an off or a bad day, right? And she did would not hesitate to call you in and ask how you're doing if you could tell. Uh, you know, again, back then things were a little different. You were running probably 25 calls a day, sometimes wow. or more. And if you weren't feeling well, uh, she would just you didn't have to ask to go home. She'll like just go ahead. Take wow. off, go home. So she was not all gristle and bone. She yeah. was she had a sensitive side to her. So when you get your stripes, do you think back on Sergeant Jam McTurnan and think, huh, I might have learned a thing or two there? I did. I learned something from every sergeant I ever had. There's probably a little bit of piece of everything I say to an officer now probably came from another sergeant. Uh, most of the sergeants back then had been here like me 20, 25 years at right. the time. And just stayed on for a while. So they all taught me a little something. And I usually pass that along. A few things I make up as I go. But for the most part, <laughs> there's things that, that I learned from them. I love it. Sergeant uh, Danny Rodenizer is joining us. The recipient of the August uh, Blue Friday Honor. The Lieutenant Jan McTurnham Blue Friday Honor. So you worked for Jan McTurnham. But you had another McTurnham. Richard McTurnham worked for you. So very short period of time when I went to 2nd Precinct. Um, I worked with Rich off and on throughout the years when I took over the 2nd Precinct Tactical Unit. He was still a part of it, and right. then he decided he wanted to go be a detective. Yep. So we all kind of work in the same shop with the, with the plainclothes detectives or property crimes detectives and my guys, which were the uniform tactical unit uh, for the precinct. So I got to work with Rich a good while before he went to the academy. Wow. I love that. Now I'll let everybody know that uh, Richard McTurn is now over at the academy and he's helping to uh, sort of mold these uh, young men, young women coming onto the job today into uh, police officers and, and getting the mindset, understanding what it's all about. Uh, 25 years, you, you've seen ups and downs as far as recruiting and staffing. And we, and we seem to go through these waves uh, right about now, I think every agency is looking for good people, right? They are. Uh, every agency is struggling to pull in new people to the profession, uh, finding people that really still want to do the job. There's so much negativity that, yeah. you know, social media provides and, you know, on the TV, the news or whatever. But I, I tell you, you know, the guys and girls that are still coming out are really top-notch folks. I mean, yeah. Every single one of them, uh, they're all eager to learn. Uh, they're all eager to do something different within the department. Uh, there may be less of them, but the caliber of folks coming out is still pretty much the same. You got to have that same level of, of caliber right. uh, to even want to do the job. Right. So tell me a little bit about bikes, because there are a number of folks who said, when you talk to uh, Sergeant uh, Rodenizer, you're going to hear about bikes. What kind of bikes are we talking about? So th- These are uh, patrol 
officers that actually just ride bikes. Anytime there's a protest or mm-hmm. uh, anything of that nature, you're going to see some uh, bike officers out. Um, I have been teaching bikes for probably just over 17, 18 years. So wow. every officer on our department, minus maybe a couple of the old timers like me, uh, I taught in bike school. No um, kidding. I've taught at VCU, Henrico, Chesterfield, uh, a couple of times assisted with their program, uh, Charlottesville. I've gone up there to teach. So I've taught over the years well into the thousands of officers. Oh and it really gosh. is the best mode for policing. Is it really? Uh, it really is. It okay. really is. You're open to the community. You can't just, you know, roll up the window, turn on the AC and drive <laughs> by. You really have to stop and talk to people when you're out riding bikes. And they're, they'll wave you down. You can stop and you know, have a conversation. Kids love seeing the bikes. Uh, when we used to ride through the neighborhoods from, it was, I think it was my third or fourth year on the department, I got put on a bike unit, and I, that was probably one of my favorite jobs was to no being kidding. a bike cop. Wow. It, it is one of my favorite ways to police. Now, you you mentioned uh, you can't just roll up the windows and turn on the AC. Uh, a couple of folks mentioned that uh, I think the one of the last times you did bike school, it was pretty much the hottest week that we had seen in in years, right? It was. I, the last one was VCU uh, bike bike school. Uh, they had an academy class graduate, and their uh, officers, every single one of them, go through bike school because being a campus police officer, sure. riding around the campus, being on a bike really is the most effective way to, to police. So Absolutely. We had those poor guys and girls out there <laughs> every single day up into the 90s, I believe it was, Goodness. all week. Oh. So they really struggled, but every single student managed to pass. Okay. Um, and we had not only VCU, we had one of my guys, uh, an instructor from all over came together to put this class on, from Chesterfield, uh, Henrico, Richmond. We all did the class together. That's incredible. Now, you know, you think about uh, riding a bike, and uh, for most of us, it – it starts when you're a kid. Every once in a while, maybe as an adult, you get a chance to do it. But when you are in law enforcement, on you're on a bike. Now you're right. You're 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 able to get up close and personable, uh, personal rather. Hopefully personable, but certainly personal. But there's also some real safety concerns, right? You're you're totally exposed there. Sure, absolutely. So when we first teach the class, we tell them, look, we are. This is not your basic learning to ride a bike class, right? Um, not only do you have to learn to ride up and down stairs and curbs and all manner of, you know, obstacles oh throughout your day, uh, you have to keep in mind that unlike the patrol officer out there in his car, you have nowhere to go. That's right. Only thing place that you have to go or to only thing you can count on is your surroundings, yeah. your wits and your training. Uh, so if you hopefully do not ride into a bad position, um, you know, you can use anybody else's car, but there are times when I've been out in situations there's really nowhere to go. Uh, so, God forbid, the worst does happen. You just have to keep those things in mind. I've been fortunate. It's it's an incredible challenge, I I, I would think, uh, to, to be out there. Uh, Sergeant Danny Rodenizer is joining us. And, uh, Sarge, you talked about bikes. Let's talk a little bit about Bike for Blue, because this is near and dear to your heart, isn't it? It is. So the Bike for the Blue is an organization that was started just before I got to the police department. And it's a fundraiser for those officers that have 
you know, given the ultimate sacrifice, we yeah. try to donate to the Law Enforcement Memorial Officers Fund. And basically what it is is a bike ride that starts here in, in Richmond, and it's about 120 miles, and we ride all the way up to D.C. Wow. Uh, and we try to make it up there in time for Police Memorial Week. It happens during that week. We usually ride up on the 13th. And the police memorial day is actually on the 15th. 15th. So it's all one day. Uh, it usually starts about 6 o'clock in the morning. <sighs> and it ends at about 4 or 5. Um, and it's 120 miles. And once you get to northern Virginia with all the hills, <laughs> it can be a challenge. I rode it probably 17 years in a row, the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, now that I'm in my 50s, I don't ride <laughs> as far. Uh, I'll do the start and I'll jump on a couple legs. And finish up right in D.C., but... Wow. All right, you're telling me 120 miles on a bike. I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how many months would it take you to go 120 <laughs> miles on a bike? But All one day. It's a day. In one day. Oh, please tell me you're not coming back the same day. No, usually oh, we stay okay. up there and we enjoy the, with the festivities of yeah. Police Memorial Week along with memorizing, yeah. Yeah. remembering, remembering, and memorializing yes. Yes. the officers yes. that are on the wall and those that year that have given the ultimate sacrifice. Wow. And it's a humbling experience once you go to D.C. during police week to realize how many officers throughout the nation have given yeah. the ultimate sacrifice for their communities. You know, Sarge, that is one of the uh, – it, it is a humbling experience. It's also there's, – there's sometimes – terrifying is the wrong word, but – but it's it's centering. And I can remember the first time that I went to that memorial and the first thing I did is I thought, OK, well, let me go. Let me go find people from from my old agency in Philadelphia and then let me go see what's what are the odds there's somebody named Katz. Well, there's there's one officer Katz who's up on that wall. And man, that it, it was just like a, a, a punch to the gut because it could have been me. It could have been, you know, it could have been anybody. And and that is what uh, Police Memorial Week is really all about. Uh, every man, every woman who is out there doing the job every day, you don't know if you're going home at the end of the shift. And, and there's really no other job like that. Uh, it's really not. And I know, as I know, eight officers that are on the wall, mm. uh, two from my department, Mike Walters. I work with yes. him in the tactical unit, uh, Doug Wendell. We graduated not too far apart from one another and worked wow. together at third precinct uh i know two of the chessfield officers that were killed some years ago didn't know them as personally but i knew them working the line with those guys uh our borders kind of connected so yep. got to know them so I, I i know eight people unfortunately that that line the wow. wall of the memorial wow. And it's it, it's just an incredible thing, and I, I thank you for doing the whole bike for the blue. I mean, that's just uh, what what a wonderful, wonderful tribute. Now, <clears throat> I have to tell you, Sarge, when I when I mentioned to somebody, I said, "Hey, you know, we're going through some of these nominations, and uh, you know the way it is, military, paramilitary. Generally speaking, it's just the last name." So I said, "Oh yeah, uh, uh, I think I probably mispronounced it, but it was close enough." I said, "Roadnizer." And they said, well, which one? And I thought, well, come on. Now there's <laughs> that's a rather unique name. But in central Virginia for law enforcement, uh, there are a couple of roadnizers, right? There are. There were three others. One yep. decided to go on and do other things. Uh, but I have a brother who is a sergeant in Chesterfield Police Department. And my youngest brother is a U.S. Marshal uh, wow. at the federal courthouse. He's hopefully getting ready to take over the 
regional task force, which is a, a really big move for him. And I couldn't be happier for him to get that spot. I love it. Well, listen, thank you to uh, the entire Rodenizer family for uh, for sharing your skills, your talents, your uh, uh, your courage, your bravery with all of us. Uh, one of the things that we do, Sarge, is, is we present a couple of little gifts. There's, there's not a huge amount of stuff, but uh, I just wanted to uh, share with you a couple of the things that uh, that you'll be getting. A gentleman by the name of Tony Brewster, happens to be a fan of the show, said, I'd like to help out. He started a a golf tournament, and so uh, he raises money, and there's a $100 gift card from uh, from Tony. Uh, Lee Weeks is a great guy. He's actually... uh, He's he's a tile guy. That's how I got to know him. He was doing tile work at our house, and uh, his son uh, had been with the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office. He's finishing up the academy now. He's going over to Hopewell as a police officer, and so Lee has donated a hundred dollar gift card as well as, and there don't need to be any chuckles, but a twenty five dollar gift card for Krispy Kreme that. Cannot go wrong with Krispy Kreme. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, Our friends over at Arby's want to buy you a little lunch. Our friends over at uh, Mission Barbecue want to buy you a little lunch. Uh, Rich Hanshue, who uh, owns and operates uh, Apollo's Pizza here in the West End, would like to buy you a couple of pizzas. Uh, You mentioned Mike Walter. Uh, His wife and and his his kids have uh, stepped up, and they put together a little package with gift cards and all sorts of other things uh, Jamie Walter does with her her kids. They're just great, great people. Uh, You get a beautiful uh, thin blue line flag that's made by our friend Pastor Steve Boots over at Mount Victory Baptist Church, and Steve is also the uh, chaplain for the Henrico County Police Division. Uh, you are going to be the first recipient, because we just got the made, of Jeff Cat Show Thin Blue Line Flag Challenge Coins, and that's thanks to uh, Prince George Towing down in uh, Prince George. That's awesome. Thank you. And then uh, a little gift that is kind of near and dear to my heart. There's a lovely young lady in Chesterfield by the name of Emily Morrissey. And Emily is about 23 years old and has some uh, some challenges and disabilities, but she learned in her physical therapy that she had a real skill and a passion for beads. And so uh, her folks uh, set her up with a little business, emilysbracelets.com, and she makes these amazing thin blue line bracelets. And so you are going to be getting one of those. And we'll throw in some Jeff Katz swag and all that other good stuff. It doesn't get you any closer to retirement, I know, but it might make for a good day. I'm already there, but I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate just as much. Oh my goodness, we appreciate everything that uh, that you do, and uh, it it really means a lot to me to be able to bestow the Lieutenant Jan McTurnan Blue Friday honor on somebody who has such a connection. Uh, to the McTurnans, working for Jan and then having uh, her son Richard work for you. Uh, I thank you for everything that you do. I really do from the bottom of my heart. It's just good to see really good men and women out there still doing the job. Uh, there are a lot of us out here that really appreciate it. You probably don't hear it uh, nearly often enough, but uh, but we do appreciate what you're doing. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your support. Oh, absolutely. That is Sergeant Danny Rodenizer. He is the August recipient of the Lieutenant Jan McTurnan Blue Friday Honor. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.